You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And good Saturday morning and happy Leap Day this February 29th. Got an extra day added into the month and also to the small game seasons because today is the official last day of the current rabbit and squirrel seasons in Louisiana. The Bayou Wild crew and myself got our last shots in yesterday for a fishing game in a Bayou Wild upcoming feature. We'll tell you how that went. And if you hunt but you don't fish, uh, there's still some shooting events in March, which is really loading up on our outdoor calendar of events. We'll run down those for you, tell you what you can get involved in in this coming month. Now, while most of the hunting seasons may be over, we have another season getting ready to kick off, and that is the upcoming legislative season. And there are a couple of very interesting bills that are going to be introduced. Uh, I think they will interest you firearms owners and also some of you fishermen and duck hunters. We'll tell you about those a little bit later on. And we do have an opening this weekend, offshore triggerfish opening at midnight tonight, and will be shutting down in May when they expect the annual harvest quarter to be reached. We'll give you all the information you need on that. And if you are interested in a Kansas trophy deer hunt, we've got a rare opportunity to book a trip this fall at a place that is normally booked solid. You can't get in there edgewise. They have some openings this year, and I'll give you the details if you'd like to check that out. Also, the data has been released indicating yet another Louisiana saltwater species. We've heard about the speckled trout, but another could be in trouble. We're talking about the flounder. State of Alabama has also indicated they have noticed a drop in the flounder population. They've got some plans on a, to maybe try to help increase its population, and we'll run down that for you, and maybe Louisiana needs to take a listen to that. And not once, not twice, but for a third time, a Metairie offshore charter captain has been cited for commercial charter violations. Later the story of this week's bad boy of the outdoors. And we love to get text messages. You can shoot us a text directly to the studio, 870-870. We'd appreciate your updates, your fishing reports, your suggestions, your questions and comments. Just uh, simply shoot us a text at 870-870. Unfortunately, if you want to send us a photograph, you need to do that at my website, which is dontheoutdoorsguy.com. Looking at our coastal marine forecast from the National Weather Service, if you're headed out, those winds are finally going to lay down a little bit today. Southwesterly, 5 to 10, 1 to 2 foot offshore is the prediction for tomorrow. South winds, 10 to 15, they crank back up a little bit, 1 to 3 on the seas. If you're going to be fishing in the interior lakes and bays today, southwest wind, 5 to 10 knots, smooth conditions, and a southerly wind at 10 to 15 tomorrow. Tide range, uh, pretty weak. About a point four is your average tide range. The Mississippi River continues to rise at 16.5, although we have several assurances that even though it will come very close to the 17-foot flood stage, uh, we will not have to open the Bonnie Carey Spillway. That remains to be seen. 
We'll also take a look at our outdoor opinion poll asking waterfowl hunters to recap how this past season and recent seasons has gone. If you hunt the Mississippi and Central Flyway, go to my website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. Got several choices there for you to make, and I'll update you on the fellow listeners and visitors to the website, what they feel about our seasons. Live reports coming your way. We've got uh, Robbie Campo. We'll be checking in with Robbie. Also, we got Eric Mohabarak for the Paddlers Report. Uh, we're going to have Jeff Brule give us a freshwater report, which is improving daily, by the way. Mike Gallo fishing over on the eastern side of the state. And we've also got Ryan Lambert down near the tip of the boot at Cajun Fishing Adventures down in the Buris area in Plaquemines Parish. So we got a lot to talk about for the next couple of hours. And then we got two more hours of more outdoors talking guns and also the Flyway Federation's Foul Mouth Radio with Josh Goins. All that's coming up over the next four hours. And you're listening to it on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, for the past 30 years, uh, one of the missions of this program is to help you catch fish and find fish on Saturday mornings. That's what we do. Let's find a good place to start. How about Campos Marina down in Shell Beach? Let's bring in Robbie Campo. Uh, Robbie, we're coming off of a Mardi Gras celebration. Uh, what was the turnout there for the crew of Swimps Parade at Campos? <laughs> well, Don, uh, not too good. You know, uh, most people was was out parading, and um, but... Although they were all parading, the guys that who did fish did uh, did manage to catch some fish. So, um, you know, but the latter part of the week, you know, the front came through. We had, uh, you know, wind was blowing really hard. Uh, this morning now, now this morning it's it's you know it's it's south southwest um, here, uh, at two miles an hour on our gauge inside. Um, it you know it's it's really calm. But the water down is dead low. Um, we've been dealing with a lot of Pearl River water here for the past few weeks, um, or two weeks anyway. We've been dealing with a lot of uh, Pearl River water, you know, with the Pearl River being so high. It, it has everything inundated from the Industrial Canal all the way down here to Lake Bourne, um, uh, over up into the northern marsh over on the other side over there, but nine mile, nine mile, three mile area. It's it's solid river water over there. Um you know, the ticket to finding some fish, and they did catch some fish Thursday, even though the wind was blowing 15 to 20 miles an hour on the backside of the dam. Uh, you know, they they caught some trout on the backside of the dam. The key to finding some trout, and you know, because everybody wants to go target trout, is to find some clean water. Uh, up in Gallego, um, in those grass beds, you know, they're catching some bass, some redfish, and some some uh, you know, some catfish back there, freshwater cats. Um, you really don't have to have the water that really that clean to go catch freshwater cats if that's what you want to catch. But most of the people coming down here, you know, they want to go fish trout. And the only thing I can tell you, the only reason, you, the only way you're going to catch any trout is you have to go find some clean water. And the only place that was holding any amount of clean water at all was on that south side of that dam. So if, you know, if you if you... I'm going to go target some trout today, you know, that's where you're going to have to go, more than likely, because that's probably going to be the only place that has any clean water. Um, uh, we have a few live shrimp. We have some live shrimp on hand. we got probably 3,000, 3,500. Um, they're getting a little bit scarce right now, getting hard to get. It's February, almost March. So, uh, but we do have them on hand. So if you get here early, you'll get them. You don't have to get here early. 
is most people's not getting down here until after the sun comes up. Um, they kind of let it warm up a little bit. But I tell you, Don, a lot of people have been going run to the rocks and doing the sheephead run. This is right. getting uh, really popular now. You know, this uh, you know, going out, going out talking some sheephead. Um, you know, has no limit, no size limit. So people's going out there and and going out there and catching those guys, and uh, it's been, you know, it's something fun to tug on the line, and you know, hey, and they're good eating. So uh, with that said. You know, if you're coming on down here, remember, you got to look for clean water. And it doesn't matter where you go. If you're gonna, And, oh, they did catch some trout over that. I don't forget before I forget in that Grand Lagoon area. But the tide is really, really, really low today, Don. I'm telling you, it's rock bottom low. So if you're going to fool around behind that Hopedale Lagoon area, be very, very careful. If you're going to run out that Spall Canal today, don't. That's not going to be a good option. You're going to get stuck back there. That's going. To, that's not going to be a good option to do today. I would not go behind that. Uh, behind that, down, down at Spalls Canal. Um, if you're going out the other end over there, it's going to be bow down, gas on. If you got enough power to get across it, but because uh, the water is really, really low today, so um, keep that in mind. Um, buy a little Utrea, go to Baker's, and run out to Baker's if you want to go behind that dam. Or go run out to the cut in the rocks, because I promise you, if you go down that spall canal, there's going to be people stuck like Chuck everywhere. So um, keep that in mind. Um, uh, like I said, clean water is your ticket. Live shrimp, make a left at that bridge and come on down and see us, and we will be waiting on you. All right, make sure you got your Seato membership renewed if you're using the spall bank canal. <laughs> that's for sure. I'd definitely stay look, away look, from look, there. That's, a, that's not if it's when. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's right. Exactly. Exactly. You, that's not an if; it's a when thing. So, you know, keep that in mind. You know, uh, but that that spall canal is very, very shallow on the other end. I know a lot of people like to travel that thing, but today that's not that's not an option this morning i'm telling you right now that's not going to be an option you will be stuck on the other end of that thing by lake machias where it comes out promise you so that's not a good idea so but anyway well the sheephead the sheephead sounds good I think we ought to make yeah, the sheephead yeah, the official Lenten fish. You know, people want to get fish for Lent season and stock up. Sheephead's the perfect fish for that, really is. Absolutely, absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with them. They're good. They're just a little bit of a pain in the butt to clean down. But you know what? Hey, you know, everything in life ain't easy. So, you know, come on <laughs> in and get you something. That's right. All right, Robbie, thanks you so much, and uh, especially thank you for those warnings about the low tides and that spall bank canal. You can save somebody a lot of heartache by letting them know that. Absolutely. All right, Don, talk to you next Saturday, Okay, buddy. Robbie. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. Robbie Campo, he is at uh, Shell Beach at Campo's Marina. You know, not only do those guys provide the service of uh, launching the boats and you know, letting you know the information about the hazards and where the fish are. I mean, just all around uh, and do a, a real public service to people. Where would we be without those guys there to let you know? All right, we come back after this. I got some text messages coming in. If you'd like to shoot us one, 870-870 is a way to do that. Also going to talk about Kansas deer hunting, great opportunity. And also, what is Alabama planning to do to bring back their flounder population? Very interesting. We'll tell you about it right after this on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. 
And uh, welcome back in. Uh, well, I see we got Danny and Chris and Ann and uh, Justin. We got a lot of people texting us. We'll get to those text messages in just a second. 87870 is how you can get yours to us here in the studio. But I want to take a minute to tell you about a really uh, unique opportunity that's taking place. And the reason why I want to tell you about it now is because uh, you'll have to take action in April and apply for a lottery if you want to hunt trophy white-tailed deer in Kansas. Uh, you may be familiar with the place that I go to hunt turkeys and pheasant called Irish Creek Outfitters. It's in a place near Hutchinson, Kansas, and it's a wonderful place, and they produce some outstanding trophy deer. Their rifle season is very short but very productive. It's from December 2nd through 13th. Now, they also have archery and primitive weapons, which is a little bit later, but uh, you're talking about some hefty deer as far as weights, big racks, and they've got a great lodge for you to stay. Uh, Steve Westfall, the owner, let me know about two weeks ago, that his regular group that's had the place booked for years uh, has given it up. So it is going to be open. I think he can take as many as eight hunters up there. So if you've got a small group or up to eight hunters, I suggest you go online or call him. Uh, if you apply for the lottery tags and you don't get picked, uh, he will refund your deposit. Now, I'm going to have him on the show in a couple of weeks to talk more about it. But his name is Steve, and if you call this number, 620 620- nine six zero three eight nine four he'll give you all the details or you can google them if you don't have time to write that number down it's irish creek outfitters now there's a couple of them this is the one in kansas for some really unique deer hunting opportunities all right from deer we move to flounder alabama our neighbors a lot of listeners for us over there uh, they noticed a, a decline in their southern flounders started oh probably back in 2008 and it's not bounced back so they took some precautions. They changed the regulations this year. Uh, they decreased the limit to five flounder per day per fisherman, closed it during the whole month of November to protect the flounder that are migrating to the spawning grounds. But they're even going a step further. They are now adding to flounder fingerlings that they're raising at the Claude Petit Mariculture Center uh, adult fish. Uh, they collected about 40 fish from a group called the Saltwater Fanatics, Pin the Attics, if you will. They have a tournament, and uh, they're going to get 20 more from another source, from another tournament, for broodstock. So what they'll do is they'll introduce them to the breeding populations to introduce and release flounders. So saltwater stocking of fish, uh, kind of a new concept. Uh, It's been done before, but uh, I think you're going to see more and more of this, and maybe Louisiana needs to take note. Uh, We've been restocking. Uh, freshwater fish for years and years successfully, why can't it be done with saltwater fish? Anyway, we'll keep tabs on that and let you know how that turns out. All right, taking a look at our text board, we got Danny. He's uh, driving his big rig uh, to Panama City. Thanks for the miles of smiles. We're happy to do that, Danny. That's what a part of what we do is keep folks like you company while you're on the road, and hopefully awake. Uh, here's one, uh, Chris Berza, Louisiana outdoor writer. Uh, is listening this morning, and thank you for Chris. Thanks for your message. We'll be talking to Chris, too, in the coming weeks about some issues in Louisiana. just don't have enough writers who deal with issues, and Chris does an excellent job on that. You can check him out on LouisianaSportsman.com, and he also writes some articles for the magazine. All right, here's one that says, I think there's something wrong with this picture. I'm heading to Covington with some beautiful tomatoes. Oh, I know who this is. And Hubby is headed on the last rabbit hunt of the season. Yeah, today's the last day of rabbit season. Hope he gets a few cooking lunch tomorrow. That's the tomato lady headed to 
Covington Farmers Market where she uh, markets the tomatoes. Yeah, we made a, a hunt yesterday, and I want to congratulate uh, Martha Spencer, uh, co-host of Bayou Wild, and when she's not fishing, she co-hosts this show. I got her first rabbit yesterday, and uh, she's doing great, coming along as a pretty accomplished hunter. But Captain Spencer is fishing offshore today. She tells me they got a really good run on tuna, especially those black fins going on out at the lump, which is this is the time of the year. Maybe we'll hear from her this morning and get a report. All right, then we got Justin uh, listening to us in Chile, Gentilly, this morning. He said he was, he walked down his end of his stairs, a coon crossed his path, and jumped nearly five feet in the air. Really, Justin? Five feet? If you jump five feet in the air, we might have a spot for you on the Pelicans. Um, I don't know if that means anything. You know, they say if a black cat crosses your path, it's bad luck. I don't know about a raccoon. All right, here we go. Cocodree Sheephead, a.k.a. Marsh Snapper. <laughs> yep, a lot of people love them. Great fish. All right, here's one wants to know about fishing in Lafitte. Where to go, what to target. Really miss Captain Tofield's report and his entertainment. You're not the only one. Uh, Tofield was a very integral part of this program for many, many years. And not only did he add good information, boy, he added a lot of fun and humor. And we certainly miss Tofield. All right, here's the backstrap stacker checking in from Alabama, dealing with the high water. At least no rain for a few days. Thanks for the report. Yeah, we're glad to see no rain for a while. Got a little bit of a dry spell, but not sure how long it's going to last. And here is another Justin. This one is Justin the Duck Guy. He's going rabbit hunting on the last day. Good luck to you. Boy, I tell you what, it's not much better than a nice chilly morning. We had a beautiful day yesterday hunting down near Hanville. Uh, we started off with squirrel hunting with some mountain curs and a feist dog, and uh, we, I don't know, I think we got five or six squirrels. And then uh, a little bit later on, we moved over to the rabbit uh, briar patch and put some beagles in there and chased quite a few bunnies, but I think we bagged two. And uh, that was not the dog's fault. That was some of ours. But anyway, a good combination hunt wrapping up the rabbit and squirrel season. Now, what a lot of people don't realize, even though it ends today, uh, there's a May squirrel season, and for some reason, and I guess I do know the reasons, it gets a little warm and there's a lot of vegetation and you got bugs to deal with when it gets that late in the, in the summer, or, or actually in the spring. Uh, people just don't get out in the woods. They don't want to spend time in the woods hunting squirrels, and, but they reduce the limit from 8 to 3, and we've had it for several years, but there's just not a lot of people that participate. I do get some people that text me and call me and say, yeah, they love it, they participate in it, but for the most part... It's really an untapped resource, and we've got some pretty doggone good squirrel hunting on some of our public wildlife management areas, too. All right, we come back after this. We'll get to some more of your text messages, talk about that stuff you and I love to talk about every Saturday morning. We do it right here on the Outdoor Show. I'm Don Dubuque. Good Saturday morning. All right, got a couple more text messages in. This one says, hey, Don, any live hog buyers in southeast Louisiana? I'm thinking of applying through LDAF. For a feral swine transport permit to carry hogs to butcher, pigs are out of control. That's Keith and Houston at Shriners LSU baseball turn. Keith, I need an update on that LSU game. They were, they were down 3-2 to two when I last heard. Let me know how that game turned out. Really tough Texas team. But getting back to your topic about the, the pigs, yeah, they're out of control in a lot of places. I don't know anyone wants to buy live hogs, but if somebody knows of one, text me their information to 87870, and I will pass that along to Keith. Yeah, feral hogs, problem in many, many states, including Louisiana. All right, here's Jack. He says he's headed down to Delacroix. Do you think we'll have any luck? Haven't heard any reports from Delacroix recently. Uh, my last Delacroix fishing trip with Captain Ahab ended up in uh, Four Horse Lake. 
uh, found some trout scattered. They weren't ganged up at that point. Water was still pretty cold. It was a little dirty, actually. We ended up making some pretty nice uh, catches on speckled trout and two big bull reds. But uh, you don't have a lot of tide today. I, I don't know what the – it's probably going to be some low conditions around there, too, so be careful where you're headed out and let us know how you did when you get back. Uh, here's a good morning from the Convent Hunting Club. They're there for the last day of rabbit season. Going to empty the pens and let all the dogs out today. Uh, the young females are leading the pack, and, boy, are they fast. Everyone having a great close to the season. Good luck to all. They're switching out shotguns for bait casters as they head out to Sam Rabin for some fishing next week. Good luck to you guys at the Convent Hunting Club. What a great sport, rabbit hunting. We just don't do enough of it. All right, right after this quick station identification pause, I'm going to pose a question to you, and I'd like you to answer me on our text board. Whatever you either you know or you guess, we'll take both. Right after we let our local stations identify themselves on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Well, I'm getting a lot of text in. Thank you all. The Tigers made a comeback. They won 4-3. to three. That was against a very tough Texas team. Yeah, I'm getting tons and tons of texts. A lot of people... Uh, we're watching, or some of you are at the game. What a great uh, event they have there at Minute Maid Park. All right, here's the question. Uh, a little bit later on, I'm going to be talking to Eric Mohabarak. And, one, you know, he does our paddling report. And one of the things we're going to talk about is hunting from a kayak, hunting squirrels. Uh, I used to, I, well, I didn't do it in a kayak, but I've done it in a P-Rog. And you find a little, you know, flat water where you don't have a lot of current, but it, it runs through with trees over the top, like a canopy of oak trees or gum trees, cypress trees. And you hunt from it and shoot squirrels. And the question I asked him was, do squirrels float? Now, I know the answer because I've shot squirrels and they've fallen in the water. But I'd like to hear from you. Will a squirrel sink or will it float if you shoot it and falls in the water? Text us at 870-870. All right, we got a great event coming up. Oh, I hope the weather holds out like it is today for next uh, Saturday, March 7th. Gunning for a Cure. It is a sporting clays competition raising funds for the uh, Tulane Prostate Cancer Center. I was there last year. I'm going to be there this year. I'm going to be coaching a very special Bayou Wild TV shooting team. So if you're headed out there, come say hello. They're going to be breakfast at 8 o'clock. Then the competition starts, and then they have the awards ceremony, party, live entertainment, food and drinks. And if you want to get in on it, it's probably not too late. Daryl Sherman's the coordinator. Uh, you can contact him. Go to gunningforacure.org. That is probably the absolute best way. I can give you a phone number if you want to call down there. It's at Stella Plantation in Braithwaite, a fantastic facility. And that number is 504-682-2467. But all the details, the price for teams and all the levels of sponsorship are there on the website, gunningforacure.org. And uh, come see us over at Stella. We're going to have a great time. I know we will. All right. Um, also, we've got another shoot coming up on March 21st. This one's going to be at Covey Rise. It is, uh, this one is for the Chartwell Center, which uh, actually does uh, offers quality services for autistic children and adults throughout the metro New Orleans and surrounding areas. Uh, again, it's going to be Saturday, March 21st, and you can check that out. It's the Louisiana Sporting Clays Classic. This is 18 years strong, and what a wonderful organization that is. We also have the, the West Bank chapter of the CCA on our calendar. They've got their banquet set for the NOLA Motorsports Park on Nicole Boulevard and Avondale. That's going to be March 26th at 6 p.m. 
$75 for, per person. That also includes, as well as the ticket there and the meal, it's also uh, your membership to CCA. And, hey, it's time to start thinking about that star tournament. All right, uh, when I come back, I'll check out, do squirrels float? When you shoot a squirrel and it falls in the water, does it float or does it sink? 870-870. Also got some more calendar events to talk about. And up next, our freshwater fishing report with Jeff Rule. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And it's time for our freshwater fishing report with Jeff Brule. I see I got a report from uh, Martha. She's on her way to go fishing. I'll get that to you in just a second if you're headed offshore. But let's talk to Jeff first. And, Jeff, let's start off with Mother Nature Gives this time of year. White perch, sockeye, crappie, whatever you choose to call them. What are you hearing? Oh, I made a trip this week. Uh, didn't do too good with the, the bluebird and all the weather coming through. And as you can kind of hear from my voice, the, the pollen's pretty bad up here. So that's does indicate that you know it's march getting close and it's getting that time of year for the perch to start biting on the north shore but if you just go through the pockets uh you can do that with a cork uh if not just tight line around docks or some trees and you know i did have a good trip about two weeks ago really caught some good fish but they're, they're scattered but but they're coming so with this warm-up coming next couple of days and hopefully the, the water will come back in with after all this west wind that uh, they should start turning on, and we should start seeing better catches. Great. Jeff, I know you got a special treat for our Alabama listeners. we got a little Alabama freshwater report. came from my friend Rodney Teal. What was that going on at the Coosa River? Now, they fished a tournament over there. They've got a, a couple uh, trails in Alabama that, you know, they have some pretty good money that you can win. But this is on the Coosa River tr- chain. It's a 680-acre impoundment called uh, Lake Jordan. I think they call it Jordan over there. I think either is correct, but he said they uh, the lake has a lot of largemouth and spotted bass. And uh, you know, online you read, uh, you know, the spotted bass win about seventy percent of those tournaments are bagging them, and they they range from three to six pounds a spot. So that's that's a good good big fish to go have fun with. But just like us down here, all the heavy rains, the water was pretty muddy, the current was pretty strong in the impoundment, and it made fishing some of the normal places really tough. Uh, I think. About twenty pounds won the tournament. <clears throat> Ryan and them caught a few nice fish, but they didn't. They didn't do too well in the tournament. But he said there's docks and sea walls and places like that that anglers can look for bass. And uh, he said we're just a spinner bait for the and for the for the uh, spots are a good way to try to either go up the river and catch those, and then they come down and clip docks with jigs and stuff for the largemouth bass. But a lot of good places to fish in Alabama. A lot of good. Um, chain reservoirs and things like that to fish over there so if you're interested um drop me an email i'll give you some details and and fish in alabama just just google it there's all kind of trails you can fish there easiest way to get jeff by email just send it to me on uh, don the outdoors guy.com on my contact email and i'll pass along to jeff jeff uh you you report you're going to delacro and you're right on time because i had a couple of listeners want to know about fishing in delacro this morning what are you going to be looking for and where do you suggest they head well, I was going to go, but with all this wind we had yesterday <laughs> and the water I knew was going to be gone, it's just tough. But if I was to go, I would tell you to, you know, first be careful where you run. Uh, you can easily see the grass lines and stuff, so don't try to run over any kind of grass because it's indicated it's really shallow. But you stay to the main lakes and the main bayous. Uh, you want to find a little deep water, and if you can find clean water, you know, you get around Oak River, maybe Spanish Lake area and find it. But in the deeper little holes, you're going to find bass and reds mixed in. And 
they are catching freshwater catfish. So just dead shrimp or some gold bait on the bottom, on the jig head, you probably can pick you up a good mess of fish to eat. But uh, spinner baits and Texas rigs way to go for for your scale fish, your bass and reds, and like I said, just something stinky on the bottom for the freshwater cats. And they, they two to five pounds, and you can really catch some nice ones this time of year. Well, I guess from all the Mississippi River water coming in there, even catching them on the North Shore, a lot of catfish. So that's something something to switch to if you're struggling on the other fish. Speaking of high rivers, they're all high. The Chafalaya, the Pearl, and Venison's impact in some of the areas. Uh, I guess, you know, what do you do? Do you head to the lower marsh areas when you're trying to fish those areas? Um, in some areas you do. I, I know the basin's around seven foot, and it's it's just almost impossible to fish with the current and stuff. But do you know some areas where it's got some clean water, some protected pockets? You know, they're going to be spawning over there too, so that would be the place to head is any kind of protected area that you can get to that – it's probably a man-made canal or something that's dug and it's protected and you catch fish that way. But probably your marshes, your better bet if you know how to get around in it. But, again, with the wind being out of the west for the last couple of days, the water levels are so low, it's just hard to get around in those places. Yeah, the wind uh, is problematic, especially in the month of March. And, and I've fished with you and you've used a wind sock. Uh, it's a pretty simple device. You might want to explain how to use it and where do you get them. Uh, you just get them online. They uh, they use them up a lot up north, like in the big Great Lakes and stuff. Uh, but there's a way to, to do it. If you're drifting, you can set it in the middle of your boat. But basically what it is, it's a big old bag with a with a hole in the end to let the water flow through it. But it's a, it's a resistance enough that you either tie it to the back of your boat or, say, the middle, depending on how you drift. I know white perch fishermen, crappie fishermen will put it in the middle and drift with their poles across the, the, the side of the boat and use that to slow down and the wind pushes you. You don't have to use a trolling motor as much, but it's just a, it's a way to slow down your boat so you can make a slower presentation of your baits. Because uh, sometimes when the wind's blowing, even with a spinner bait, you make a cast and get about four or five feet of movement of your bait, and it's already coming behind the boat if you're moving so fast, especially smaller boats. But this will slow you down and basically just throw it behind the boat on a, on a rope. It has a, a trail rope that goes to the back of the bag, and when it, when you finish, you basically pull that thing and it collapses the bag and you just pull it in. It's real easy to pull in. It's, if you don't do it the other way, it's like pulling in a crab trap against the current. Uh, it's hard to do. But just throw it behind your boat and slow down your drift and catch more fish. A windsock. Jeff, uh, March, you might say, is the month for bass tournaments. Uh, you got a lowdown on a few? Yeah, I had a few this week. Contact me. Uh, there's a bunch coming up. March 1st, which is tomorrow, Bass Assassins. They're going to be down at Bayou Liberty. It's $20 entry fee per person. Uh, March 7th, uh, next weekend, is North Pass Annual Classic at Man Shack. It's a $6 entry fee. And then on March 29th, the Lunkers and Liars are out of Crawford's Landing, and they're $50 entry fee per boat. So it's pretty much Saturday, Sunday, for the next month or so, you'll have something somewhere on the North Shore, down around New Orleans areas, and there's plenty of tournaments to go fish this time of year. All right, and you can send uh, Jeff your tournaments to give them your email address just in case they want to send you details direct. It's, it's bruljeff at hotmail.com. It's B-R-U-H-L-J-E-F-F at hotmail.com. I think I'm still linked on your site under the reporters. You might get to me today. Right. I think I'm still linked linked up on Don the Outdoors Guy. Just go to the reporters and uh, see the picture. You know, I was real young about 20 years ago. I need to update my picture one day <laughs> for you. And uh, uh, you just click on that, and uh, it'll it'll get me an email. 
If not, send it to you, and we'll, we'll get the tournament on the on the radio. Very good. All right, take care of that voice. Coming from uh, somebody whose uh, voice is pretty important, uh, take lots of vitamin D. That, that should help you. That's yeah, my, my suggestion. I'll do that. And, uh, and if you don't, drink some whiskey and honey, and you won't care. <laughs> That's right. All right, thanks, Don. Okay, Jeff, have a good one. Jeff Brule, our bass fishing and uh, freshwater field reporter. Coming back after this, I got Martha, Captain Martha Spencer's report on the lump season going on down below Venice. And also we got Captain Darrell Carpenter to report for us on the Grand Isle area. It's all coming up for you right after this timeout on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. So the listener's text question is, what's the latest info, info on Wahoo out of Venice? Have the yellowfin started to move in yet? I was having that conversation with Martha Spencer yesterday and yes to both. Uh, they caught a couple of nice wahoo when they took the time to troll, but the yellowfin and the blackfin are so thick out at the lump right now that most people are not concentrating on the wahoo. The blackfins are out of control. She said it's very difficult to get a bait past them to get to the yellowfins. Uh, on her way to Venice this morning, she says it's a cold morning. Bring patience to the launch and etiquette to the lump. That's some solid advice. Uh, there's an offshore tournament going on and numerous extra-large fish hitting the docks. It's going to be Oh, we had one of those technical difficulties occur uh, from time to time, but we're it. back on. Let's see if we can get Daryl Carpenter in here. Daryl, are you with me? I said I didn't do it. You didn't you hear me. It? I'm not going to blame you. something around here. Just to kind of expand on what you were saying, Don, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, Martha's report, all the reports we got this week, day before yesterday, it was more blackfin than yellowfin. Yesterday, it was all yellowfin, not a blackfin around. But, uh, you know, I've never seen it start this late, but the fish are all but jumping in the boat right now. Out of the law. That is some good news. But as she mentioned, you know, there's a lot of boats out there, so you've got to exercise some etiquette and patience when you're out there. How about inside stuff around the island? What's been going on? Has the wind kept you off from getting out there and finding some clean water and fish? Yeah, it's been very difficult to find clean water, but if you spend enough time doing it, you will. Uh, we've been putting together decent boxes of fish, trout and redfish mixed. You just got to run around and find your clean water. Um, um, last, you know, the, the, today is going to be a total, I mean, it, it's one of those deals, Don, that it, it, it's different every day. And today it's going to be different. The water starting off low, low, low. But today is what, only the second day this year? You think you might hear somebody complain about gnats? You know, so we, we finally got <laughs> yeah. the wind to lay down. <laughs> We finally got the wind to lay down a little bit. Now we just need the water to come back up so we can get out there and find them. Yes, indeed. All right, Daryl, thanks again, my friend. We appreciate the reports. And uh, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, tell them how to do it. 225-937-6288. And realscreamers.com. Thanks, Daryl. We appreciate it. Thank you, Don. Uh, let's come back after this. Uh, yep, we got a three-time uh, violation, violator of the commercial charter regulations. We'll tell you about our bad boy of the outdoors, more fishing reports, and do squirrels float? Getting a lot of answers. Text me yours at 87870. We're back right after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.